Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan podcast, where I simplify complex health topics from a holistic perspective. So thank you all for joining me today. Super excited to jump into today's episode. And I wanted to start off this episode with a question for all of you. How many of you have dealt with brain fog, maybe difficulty remembering someone's name or any form of information for that matter, and maybe even had difficulty recalling on certain information or certain memories. If you're a human being, you've probably experienced this at at least one point in time in your life. For some, it might be uh, more common and uh, occur more often than for others, but nonetheless, I think this is something that most people can relate to, but I personally really hate it when I need my brain to be working at its top potential, especially in moments when I'm meeting someone for the first time. It could be a new client or even just someone that is someone who's new or a friend that I'm reconnecting with. Uh, Maybe it is during a podcast like this one, or it could even be if you are studying for a test or an exam if you're still in school, Whatever it may be, it is nice to have your brain working at its top performance at all times possible. Uh, Okay, maybe not when you're sitting down watching Netflix, maybe you don't need your brain kicking at that moment in time, but nonetheless, it's really nice to have your brain working when you need it. And for a lot of people, this is the case where their brain is not always turned on and it is not firing on all cylinders when we really need it to. So, If this is you, which like I said, most people tend to deal with this issue, do not worry. There are ways in which we can really fire and rewire our brains that are very easy to do. A lot of them are absolutely zero cost and have a huge benefit for our brains. These are practices that I use all the time and I'm super excited to share these with you all today. Now, please remember that at the end of these episodes, I will have a breakdown of each episode as well as some actionable steps that you can take today and apply the information and knowledge within this episode into your life literally right after this episode. That is my goal, is to provide you with information that you can actually apply to your life, right? Because knowledge, while you can think of it in terms of power, is really just potential power until we actually apply it to our lives. So that's the goal here, is to give you some information that you can actually apply to your life. So let's go ahead and jump in with the very first one of five different things that you can do to improve your brain health and get it to work at its top performance. Now, the first one is going to be my all-time favorite medicinal mushroom. If you've listened to the show before, you probably already know what it is, but the mushroom is called lion's mane. Now, it does not have anything to do with a lion's mane. It does not grow on the mane of a lion. It does not do anything with a lion at all. The reason it's called lion's mane mushroom is because it kind of looks like, well, the mane of a lion. (laughs) It's kind of hairy. Um, It doesn't really look like the mane of a lion. It's actually uh, typically white in color, uh, grows on usually dead or decaying trees, and yeah, it grows down in these kind of hair-like structures. 
Now, for those of you who don't know, this is an edible mushroom that you can actually cook, or rather I should say a culinary mushroom. Of course it's edible because <laughs> we would not be talking about taking it if it was not edible, but it is culinary. So people do cook up this mushroom. It is very tasty. I have had it myself. Uh, it pulls apart like pork kind of. Uh, so think of shredded pork. Um, it's really, really tasty. And on top of that, it is very beneficial for your brain, actually extremely beneficial for the brain. So let's go ahead and dive into a little bit of why it's so good for the brain. So first off, it's going to do something that's called stimulating your nerve growth factor. So this is a little technical here, but I'll kind of break this down. So it supports the growth and survival of developing and mature neurons. So as we age, uh, pretty much from about our 20s on, we have these things called myelin sheaths, and they begin to slowly decay, which slows the efficiency and the transmission of electrical impulses in our brain from neuron to neuron. Now, I know that's a little bit confusing, but to put it more simply, lion's mane mushroom is going to allow for your brain to think more efficiently and quickly. So it can literally show up as, you know, having better memory or recalling on memories with ease, uh, pretty much just being able to think more efficiently and faster, which is obviously something that we all probably want uh, to have. Um, I definitely do. And now in terms of studies, which there are many, many studies on lion's mane mushroom, there was one study done in Japan in 2009 where they tested lion's mane mushroom on men and women between the ages of 50 and 80 over the course of 16 weeks. And what they ended up finding was that when comparing the control group, which is the group that did not receive any lion's mane, as opposed to the group that did take a daily dose of lion's mane mushroom, the group that took the daily dose of lion's mane mushroom actually had higher cognitive function test scores at various stages during the study. However, the only bad thing about this was the cognitive scores did decline after the lion's mane was no longer administered, which, which is basically what this means is once you stop taking lion's mane mushroom, the benefits will start to decline. Kind of a bummer here, but I will say that the benefits and kind of the overall effect is very tangible. You can feel this 100%. Uh, and the reason I'm saying that is because I have experience with lion's mane mushroom. I have uh, tried multiple brands of lion's mane mushroom and I definitely have noticed the effects. I uh, went ahead and took, I think it was 30 days or 60 days of lion's mane mushroom while I was in college. And it definitely made you just a little bit sharper. Like you could just recall on people's names a lot easier, on facts easier. Your, it just seemed like your mind was always turned on and ready to go, which is really, really beneficial. Now, I know it does kind of suck that it's something you have to take all the time, but I guess that's kind of anything in life, right? You have to be consistent with it to have the results. So for that reason, I tried to find a way in which I would enjoy taking lion's mane mushroom, which for some people might show up as honestly just a capsule or a tincture, whatever form you take your other supplements in might be the uh, ideal way for you because it would be easiest for you to do it. And maybe you already have a habit around that kind of method. However, for myself, uh, if I can make it into something that's enjoyable, 
enjoyable as well, um, typically with something that has a nice flavor to it, that is the route I will go. Now, it's difficult for me to find Lion's Mane Mushroom uh, at a grocery store, and even when I do, it's typically pretty expensive, so I don't usually cook it at home. So what I will do is I've found a uh, powdered drink mix that has Lion's Mane Mushroom in it. It also has other gut healing benefits with it. Uh, which is something that I'm really, really huge on. Uh, so that's typically what I take. It's the Organifi Pure Blend. Uh, it's honestly just a very tasty drink that I can have midday uh, when you know I'm kind of craving something that's a little bit sweet and has a little flavor to it. So that's usually what I'll drink, and it will help to get my lines made in and keep my brain firing and rewiring. Uh, but like I said, there are tons of other ways in which you can get your lion's mane, but if you do want to get the Organifi Pure, be sure to check out the show notes because I do have a 20% discount code, and that's just for being a listener to this show. So make sure you click on the link in the show notes and check it out there. Uh, but if you want to try other methods, because trust me, I have tried many of them. Uh, there are many out there. There's multiple brands um, just off the top of my head. I can think of Ohm Mushroom, uh, there's Rainbow Mushroom, there is Four Sigmatic, there is Host Defense. There are so many different brands out there. Um, it's very difficult to know which ones are really the best. One thing I try to look for is something that is dual extracted. Uh, that is usually going to be a really good form of the mushroom because that means you're getting both the alcohol uh, uh, extraction as well as the hot water extraction, which both method will get different uh, components of the mushroom. So it is important to definitely have it dual extracted. Now, some people do not like to have mycelium in their products and I understand that. Um, I actually kind of agree with it because a lot of the times the mycelium is grown on, oh and sorry, for those of you who do not know what mycelium is, it is the root system of a mushroom. So the mushroom that you would actually see is called the fruiting body. It's kind of like, you know, the apple for an apple tree, right? And then the mycelium is the roots. Now, there is evidence that the roots or the mycelium do have benefits, uh, and especially with lion's mane mushroom. So with this one, I kind of do not fully agree with just the fruiting body because I have seen research that shows that the mycelium do have benefit to it. Regardless, I think if you're just taking it, no matter what, it's still going to be of benefit for you. I'm kind of getting into the weeds here and getting very specific. I think really the, you know, we shouldn't let um, great be the enemy of good here, right? If you're able to take a lion's mane mushroom product and it is reasonably priced as well as, uh, you know, using ethical practices, then I am all for it 100%. Of course, I do try to stick with organic um, and, you know, that's why I really like Organifi. They are organic and they do not use uh, pesticides on any of their stuff. They uh, use a third party to test for glyphosate. So they're really providing a super high quality product there and it tastes good. So that's usually why I go with that one. Um, I have done tinctures, I have done the powders, all that. Uh, honestly, they're fine. They just, I don't know, they're not as <laughs> enjoyable for me to take. That's literally why I don't take those ones. And uh, also I get the added benefit of the gut benefits with the pure blend. So that's kind of why I go that route. So that's gonna be the very first one that we're gonna have in this series of five different things you can do for improving the uh, abilities of your brain to basically think and remember and just perform at a higher level. Now, moving on to the second one, 
This is something that, let me tell you, is pure medicine. Now, you might not have heard of exercise as referred to as pure medicine, but it really, really is. And when I say exercise, I'm not just talking about getting yourself into a gym and, you know, getting some weights on there and, you know, having the traditional gym rat style and all that stuff. If that is your method of workout, amazing. Stick with it. It's a beautiful form of exercise, but there's a whole other world of exercise out there and it all gives benefit. And one of those benefits is for your brain. Okay, so exercise, while it does have the side effect of making you look ridiculously good looking, <laughs> it's also super good for your brain. It can turn on your brain. It can actually improve your mood as well. Um, there are some studies out there that show it can be uh, beneficial for people who are dealing with things like depression and anxiety. Uh, I'm not going to cite any of those sources here, and I'm not going to get too deep into that one. I'm going to keep it mainly here with just getting our brain to perform at a higher level. So really, at the end of the day, Exercise can really help with cognitive or brain performance. Uh, it can literally clear brain fog and enhance your brain's abilities overall. Uh, for those of you who do work out regularly, I'm sure you've already seen this and recognized this benefit. Uh, you might be having a day where you just feel off, your brain isn't working right, or maybe you just feel groggy and not feeling your full potential self on that specific day, but then you get into a good exercise and wow, it can absolutely change your whole demeanor and really turn on your brain. So one of the most notable effects of exercise is its ability to increase blood flow. And by improving circulation throughout the body, including the brain, uh, healthy blood flow is absolutely crucial to your brain's health. Right? I mean, this kind of just makes sense. Uh, you need to get blood up to your brain for it to be functioning at a high level. And what better way than to get your heart rate up, get your cardiovascular system working, and get that blood pumping. Now, I know that sounds very simple, but truthfully, it is so beneficial. Now, there are a slew of other things going on when you exercise that are going to be benefiting your brain as well. But this is one of Honestly, I think the most important ones, and it's the most basic as well. It just gets your blood flow moving. In fact, research has consistently linked exercise with improvements in attention control, processing speed, working memory capacity, and the ability to switch between tasks. Literally making your brain function at a higher level. Exercise is not just for the body. It is for a ton of other things in, in your body, and your brain, uh, with everything. And one of those things is getting your brain to function better. So just as when you go and do a workout and it gets your body primed to perform at its peak level, it's also helping your brain to perform at its peak level. So that's going to be number two. That is an incredibly beneficial one. It's free. You can literally exercise at any time, anywhere. You can go for a walk and you can go do some push-ups and some sit-ups. You really don't need a lot of things to get some exercise in. It's one of my favorites and uh, definitely had to make the list for today. Now, moving on to number three, this is something that is less talked about. Um, maybe if you're in the biohacking realm, you are familiar with this, but many people are not familiar with methylene blue. 
Now, for those of you who have never heard of methylene blue, it was actually discovered in 1886, and it was a dye, yes, a dye, um, using, you know, to like dye, not clothes, but uh, it was a dye, and it was used to treat malaria. So why is this good for our brain, and what does this have to do with turning on our brain? Uh, and also, just for the record, I'm not usually one to promote, um, you know, these kind of I guess you could say like pharmaceuticals in a way, uh, but methylene blue is one of those tried and true things where it just has so much science backing its benefits that it is something I will use from time to time to get my brain working at a high level. So to make this very complicated explanation, and believe me, you can go look at all the studies and get lost in the crazy vocabulary and wordage that they have, uh, but to make that explanation short, methylene blue is able to benefit your mitochondria and also to mitigate oxidative stress, which is ultimately going to make your brain function better. Now, for those of you who don't know what mitochondria is, or sorry, mitochondria are, Mitochondria, you can pretty much just think of as the power plants of your cells. They produce the energy. They get your brain moving because, uh, sorry, not your, well, they do get your brain moving, but your cells specifically. So in the areas of your body where you have high energy demand, such as your brain, your heart, right? These are areas where they demand a ton of energy we have found that the cells there contain higher amounts of mitochondria and significantly higher amounts of mitochondria when compared to the rest of your body because they demand a lot of energy. So methylene blue is essentially able to help your mitochondria be more efficient and produce more energy. And it's also able to, and this is methylene blue, is able to improve memory retention, and overall brain energy production. So the brain energy production, that's the mitochondria, right? But it's also to, able to improve memory retention, helping you to memorize things for a longer period of time. This is really an awesome tool to use. Um, it's something that I don't use all the time. Uh, maximum would probably be once a week for me personally. Uh, there's multiple brands that produce methylene blue. One that I personally really like is called Tocoscriptions. I believe I said that correctly. I will uh, try to link that in the show notes. And they just use very high quality products. Um, they're USP certified, at least on, definitely on their methylene blue, which is very important. Um, USP certification is a very high standard. It's a third party testing and actually less than 1% of all like multivitamins, and I believe all supplements are actually uh, certified as USP uh, certified. So definitely very, very high quality one here. Um, I'm not gonna get into this topic right now, but they do have one that is methylene blue with a little bit of nicotine and I know you might be wondering like what the heck nicotine but it's kind of the association with cigarettes that's making it bad here uh, nicotine can be used as a nootropic but let's go ahead and skip over that for now and just stick with the methylene blue they have one that is just straight methylene blue um, you put it in between your teeth and your gum and you let it dissolve now I'm going to give you full disclosure here, you are going to have a very blue mouth after you do this. So if you are going to use this just be forewarned, you will have a blue mouth after you take this. Um, but if you really need your brain to be turned on, let me tell you in like 10 minutes, this will get your brain moving and functioning. Uh, very, very effective. So that's gonna be number th uh, three, which is methylene blue. 
Now we're moving on to number four. And this is one that some people are a little bit hesitant towards. They don't believe in it. They don't think it's very effective. But I am here to tell you that I am a very, very firm believer because I have practiced this a lot that it is beneficial not only for your brain, but for many, many things in your life. And that is meditation. Now, there might be some of you out there thinking, oh my God, where's this guy going with this? Is he super woo-woo? Yeah, low-key, I'm a little bit (laughs) woo-woo. But on top of that, I love to have the science backing things up. And meditation is one of those things that is getting a ton of studies done on it all the time. From meditation to gratitude, it is something that people are really starting to put the science onto it as well with you know the whole woo-woo side as well, which personally I'm totally into. Uh, don't get me wrong, I do enjoy kind of going down those rabbit holes, uh, but it does have a ton of scientific backings. Now, for this episode, I'm not gonna jump too much into the scientific backings on uh, meditation. If you really care to, I have other episodes on it that you can go listen to. Um, I have studies linked on there as well, I believe. And honestly, you can just type in meditation and studies, and you will find many, many articles uh, that have been studying meditation and its benefits for literally not only your brain health, but for everything in your life. So the reason I personally love meditation is because I tend to be in a very kind of go, go, go state at all times, especially in the morning. When I wake up, I have so many things on my mind and it's like, you know, from one thing to the next, I'm just rushing, right? That's really not a great state to wake up in every single day. And a lot of times it's like you wake up and you're just kind of pissed off at your alarm for even going off. You wanted another hour of sleep, whatever it may be. Uh, So usually I wake up and my mind can be racing and it's just a little bit out of control. Um, I'm not able to think very clearly and make good decisions early on in my day. So I try to prioritize meditation specifically early on in the day. But realistically, you can meditate at any time of the day and you will find massive benefit from doing so. So some of the things that I have recognized while meditating and after meditating is a sense of calm. I notice that my basically my ideas and my thoughts are not just running amok and, you know, kind of just controlling me, right? Like a lot of the times when I wake up in the morning, I am uh, kind of the slave to my thoughts. I'm just basically lost in thought all morning, thinking of the things that I have to accomplish. And I don't really have the ability to clear out my mind and focus on the things that really actually matter for that day. It doesn't matter um, what time I'm gonna go grab lunch later or any, any of that random stuff that runs through the mind early on, right? The things that matter need to be at the forefront of the mind. And so when you meditate, and you can do a very simple meditation, you can sit there for five to 10 minutes, breathe through your nose, and just simply follow your breath and just watch as your thoughts arise and let them go. Now it is much easier said than done and it does take practice, but the effects are incredible. When you're done with a meditation after doing some deep breathing and just watching your thoughts come and go, you leave that meditation feeling so much more at peace and also in control of your mind and your day. It allows me to really clarify what it is that I need to do that day and how I need to do it. It also allows me to make better decisions throughout my day because I'm not as stressed. I'm much more relaxed and I'm able to think clearly. These are just the benefits for the mind and the mind health, right? Uh, That's really what I'm kind of focusing on here is the brain's performance. 
Now, there are many other benefits here, um, you know, lowering stress levels, lowering heart rate, uh, you know, honestly, mental health, it is a huge one for mental health. Uh, it can literally be night and day difference from being anxious and uh, just nervous and, and you know, even uh, to a degree depressed. Meditation can have some serious benefits, and I'm speaking purely from experience here. I am not, you know, using any kind of uh, medical studies here. I'm not a medical professional, but I'm telling you from experience that meditation is incredible, and your re uh, your return on investment is extremely high. For five to ten minutes of sitting there and breathing, you will notice the benefits for the rest of your day, or at least the rest of, you know, the first half of your day. Uh, so I really, really highly recommend meditation and it's free. You can literally sit down and there is no downside to it. There is no side effect. You're not going to, you know, all of a sudden randomly have diarrhea or whatever is going on with all of these uh, crazy commercials that they have for these pharmaceutical drugs, right? You can literally just sit down and breathe and watch your thoughts and there is no downside to it. You have only things to gain from doing meditation and it can really help you to think clearly and get your brain working correctly, right? Help you make correct and clear decisions, help you get rid of the brain fog and allow you to not be a slave to your thoughts, but rather to be the master of your thoughts and the master of your mind and to be in control of what you do and how you show up that day. So highly, highly recommend meditation. That is number four out of five. And now we are here, ladies and gentlemen, at the very last one of the episode, five out of five, and that is good old sleep. Get a little bit of that Sandman in your eye and just knock out. That is literally, as I said, exercise was medicine, sleep is, man, it is, it is medicine on a whole new level. Truly sleep is one of the most important things you can just do for your overall health. I mean, let's leave the brain out of this for now. I mean, everything functions better with sleep. And I love the example where people will say, okay, if you went a day without eating, you'd be hungry at the end of the day, but you'd be fine. If you went a day without water, you'd be pretty thirsty at the end of the day, but you know, you'd still be fine. If you went a day without exercising, Eh, you know, I mean, you might feel like, uh, I wish I had a workout in, I would feel better, you know. But if you go 24 hours without sleeping, that is something that you're definitely going to feel. I mean, it is so, so necessary. I mean, if you think about it from like an evolutionary standpoint, why would we literally go unconscious for eight hours of the day and be so vulnerable to predators, right? Like, let's say we're taking this back to caveman days. Why Why would we literally go unconscious for eight hours, right? It's because it's that important. We have not like evolved out of it or found a reason to not have it or at least become more efficient at it because it is literally that important. So without sleep, when we're thinking in terms of our brain and our brain's performance, you cannot form or maintain the pathways in your brain that let you learn and create new memories. Plus, without sleep, it is very hard to concentrate and very hard to respond quickly, which for those of you who have stayed up over 24 hours, I'm sure you have noticed these effects. And plus, sleep helps to cement in, and I'm doing air quotes here, new information. I did the 
air quotes around the cement there. Um, it's not actually obviously cementing, but it is helping to really, uh, you know, root it and anchor it into your brain. It's helping to get this new information and allow it to stay in the brain, not just be something that you heard and then just went in one ear and out the other, right? This is making you really grab a hold and a grasp of the information that you have obtained throughout the day. So you essentially become less efficient and basically a dumber version of yourself without sleep. Uh, and there is science backing this up. So for example, being awake for 17 hours straight, this was a study, is similar to having a blood alcohol concentration of 0.05%. Okay, now that is, for some countries, the limit at which they will not allow you to drive a vehicle. At 24 hours of staying awake, it is similar to having a blood alcohol percent of 0.1%. This is insane. This is no alcohol consumption, just being sleep deprived. If you don't believe me, this is on the CDC website. I do not believe that they conducted the uh, research, but they have it on their website. So in this study, they literally gave uh, people a test at 17 hours without sleep, and the test score scores were equivalent or worse than people at the uh, blood alcohol content level of 0.05, and then at 24 hours without sleep, the results were equivalent or worse to people with a BAC of 0.1%. Really wild stuff here. Sleep is, like I said, incredibly important. I cannot say enough good things about getting sleep. In fact, just to hammer home this point here, if you haven't slept your ability to learn new things could drop by up to 40%. So therefore, if you're pulling an all-nighter to study for a test or whatever it may be, that may not be the best idea because your ability to effectively learn is greatly diminished. So lack of sleep affects uh, a part of your brain called the hippocampus, which is key for making new memories. So if you are a student currently, or if you are just studying something, do not put it off to the very last minute. Try to be not one of those procrastinators and study ahead of time so that you can get quality sleep and allow that information to be cemented into your brain for further use in the future when you need to recall on it instead of trying to pull all-nighter and then recall on those memories that hardly stuck uh, that you went over hours and hours and hours, didn't get any sleep, and now not only are you doing terrible on a test, but now you're tired and your performance is just not going to be what it should be. So get sleep. It's going to be so beneficial for your brain and beneficial for your entire body. Now, I know that was number five, but I had to throw in a couple of extras just for you guys because, you know, guy. I can't just stop there. There's too many things. <laughs> I'll probably do another podcast um, on this same topic with other uh, forms of improving your brain function. But the ones that I'm going to highlight here very quickly is going to be hydration. So very simply, staying hydrated can improve your brain function. So if you are feeling a little bit brain dead, go get a glass of water. It is Sometimes that simple. I have actually experienced this myself where I have just had my brain not working at its top level, run over, grab a glass of water, and literally within a few minutes, I feel a little bit more awake and ready to just respond more effectively. Uh, so staying hydrated is a great one. Another one is going to be spirulina. Now, if you don't know what spirulina is, I have 
multiple episodes on spirulina with Katherine Arnston. She is the founder of Energy Bits, and uh, they are a company that uh, provides spirulina and chlorella. It is the highest level of spirulina and chlorella. I personally will not recommend another brand on this podcast except for Organifi because they have uh, spirulina in their green juice. But literally, the spirulina and chlorella from Energy Bits is incredible. And spirulina has uh, been shown to promote the activation of what's called BDNF or brain derived nootropic factor, which I know BDNF, uh, BDNF does a few different things, but for the purposes, purposes of this episode, it is essential for learning and memory. So spirulina is one of those things that I also take daily. It is great for the brain as well as many, many other things in the body. If you do want to get some spirulina, I'll have the show notes uh, with the link to a 20% discount code as well. Uh, that is at Energy Bits and highly, highly recommend. Cannot say enough good things about them. And last but not least is going to be an ice bath. Ice baths are super difficult, but they will turn your brain on like five cups of coffee without any of the jitters. It is insane how awake and ready to tackle the day you can be after a... <laughs> 35 degree ice bath. It doesn't have to be that cold. It can be, um, you know, 45 as well. Uh, whatever gets your body uncomfortable, but getting cold does some great things for the body and the brain releases dopamine and neuroepinephrine, which is just going to turn your brain on like a freaking light bulb. You are going to be ready to tackle the day after one of those. Um, so I had to include these three because they're very simple things to do and they have really, really high uh, benefits as well. Unfortunately, they didn't make the five uh, thing, you know, the five list here, but still decided I'd include them. So anyways, that is going to do it for the list today on getting your brain to function better, but go ahead and stay tuned for the breakdown of this episode, as well as the steps that you can take to put all of this into action. So take all this information that I just went over in detail, and we're going to really put it into a concise, just few steps that you can go ahead and start taking action on today so that you can take all the knowledge that's in here. And I know it can be a little bit wordy, so we're gonna make it very simple for you and allow you to just have a few steps that will allow you to take this knowledge and put it into your life, put it into action, and get your brain working better. All right, y'all, here we go. All right, let's go ahead and break down today's episode. So we started off with lion's mane. It's great for the brain, very noticeable, but you have to continue taking it because it will literally diminish over time, the effects at least. Uh, so you will definitely have to take this uh, consistently for a period of time uh, to really notice the effects and continue taking it to continue noticing those effects. Uh, but it will literally protect your brain's neurons and is one of the brain health uh, things that I will recommend to everyone that asks me for, you know, my top recommendation for uh, turning on their brain and also protecting their brain, right? Protecting the health of their brain. Number two is going to be exercise. Exercise increases blood circulation, can, it can improve your mood and make you feel better about yourself, and it can help you to literally have better focus. Number three is going to be methylene blue. Now I know it sounds weird and I know it's, you know, originally was a dye that was used to treat malaria, but it has a lot of research behind it and it is 
very good for turning your brain on. It's something that I do not take all the time. I take it about once a week maximum, but I take it for the times when I really know that I need my brain turned on and I need something that is going to absolutely be effective and is something that I can truly rely on. So that's methylene blue. Number four is meditation. Don't knock it before you try it. It will calm your mind and allow for better decision-making. Truly one of my favorite practices. Number five, and the last one here, is sleep. Literally one of the most important things you can do for your body and definitely most important things you can do for learning and memory forming. Without sleep, you are literally dumber. (laughs) So please, go get some sleep. Now, the other three that I mentioned very quickly were spirulina, hydration, and cold plunges. All three of those are going to be great for your mental health and help you to just function at a higher level and have your brain turned on and ready to perform at its peak level. Now, let's go ahead and give you some actionable steps you can take today. Go get your sleep, go meditate, and exercise. And on top of that, you can also stay hydrated. I love to give people things that they can do that are absolutely free and very accessible to everyone. I want health and wellness to not be something that is reserved for the wealthy or for the people that are lucky enough to know about it. These are simple things that we all have access to and we can all start doing today. And in my opinion, sleeping very well, getting, you know, whether it's six to eight hours, it depends on the person, but getting the correct amount of sleep for you, getting five to 10 minutes of meditation and getting some exercise, literally any form of exercise. It can be a walk. It does not have to be anything crazy, but just get some exercise, get a little meditation and get really good sleep and go ahead and stay hydrated. These are going to really turn your brain on and have massive impacts on allowing your brain to perform at its highest level, but also for the health and the longevity of your brain and the performance of your brain. Now, moving in to the second step, go ahead and try out these three different products if you feel inclined to. That's Lion's Mane, Methylene Blue, and Spirulina. Now remember, Lion's Mane and Spirulina, you can take at all times, any time of the day, you can literally take them multiple times a day. They are foods. Lion's mane is a mushroom. Spirulina is an algae. So you can take as much of them as you pretty much want at any time of the day, and you're only going to reap more and more benefits. Lion's mane is truly one of those things that is incredible for the brain and for the protection of the brain, right? For the health of the brain. Spirulina as well falls under that category. It's a little bit less specific in targeting the brain. Now, there are properties of spirulina that are incredible for the brain, but it also does a lot of other things like having 40 plus vitamins and minerals, which are really just essential for the performance of your body. And when it comes to methylene blue, if you need something that is going to turn your brain on quickly, go ahead and try methylene blue. Now, like I said, they do have an option with nicotine in it. If you are someone who has a problem with smoking, then it's not something I'm going to recommend to you, but it is your body, so feel free to try the different uh, products that they have, but definitely the methylene blue is something that is really great for the brain. It has a lot of studies done on it, and it is something that I use 
at maximum once a week, and I only use it for the times when I really need my brain to be be performing at top level, and it's especially something I'll take if I am, uh, you know, kind of having a very brain fog type day. So those are going to be the two steps you can start doing today. I know there's multiple things under there, but let's really, if you take anything, just start simple here. Get good sleep, five to 10 minutes of meditation a day, exercise and stay hydrated. It's so simple. You do not have to overcomplicate these. Just get to bed at a good time and wake up at a consistent time. Meditate for five to 10 minutes. You can literally sit there and just breathe with your eyes closed. Exercise. I don't care what kind of exercise you do. Just do it and stay hydrated. First thing in the morning, get yourself some water. Midday, get yourself some water. End of the day, get yourself some water. Those are the easiest ways to just keep those at top of the mind. And then if you want to go this step further, get yourself some some lion's mane, get yourself some spirulina. And then maybe if you really need it, get yourself some methylene blue as well. And if you wanted to throw in those other three, I'm just going to add these for you guys. Cold bath as well uh, can be added into there. Um, Sorry, not three. It's just one. (laughs) I only left out the one. But those are going to be the steps that you can take. So these are the actionable steps. This is the breakdown of the episode. Go ahead and take these. Apply them to your life. And if you find any value in any of these things, please feel free to share it with me. I love to see when you guys take this information and apply it to your lives and find benefit in it. So please reach out to me on social media. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I do post stuff on YouTube as well, but reach out to me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active and let me know any of your wins. Please share this episode with friends, family, loved ones, anyone that can benefit from it. And if you get the opportunity, please leave a rating and a review on whatever podcast platform you're on. It really helps to spread the message of this show. And as always, everyone, I'm just super appreciative to have you all here and share this information with you from the truly deepest parts of my heart. Thank you. Much love to every single one of you. Uh, Do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. That is the motto of the show. Much love, everyone. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 